Hello, hello. Everyone, welcome back to another episode of Jack Let Me Ask You Podcast. So what we're typically going to go ahead and do to kind of like start off our episodes is that we're going to be having a guiding question uh, for our episode. And then from there, that's going to be pretty much leading our discussion and getting our different perspectives from uh, Jack, myself as John, uh, Alexander for A, and then we have Cassandra. Thank you, John. So for today's question... We have, what have been your COVID-19 struggles and how are you overcoming them? We're going to say the way we've been handling COVID-19, the way it has affected us. Uh, So we're going to go in order by the acronym. So John will go first, Alex will follow, and then I will close it. I think for me, um, when uh, I started off with this, I was kind of having this uh, interesting dilemma where like, I, at first I was in, in a little bit now I was like this really isn't happening like you know like I was uh I was getting really bummed about like you know not being able to do the same activities I used to so like hitting the gym like that's one of my uh outlets that I go ahead and utilize to be able to kind of like cope with myself and you know be able to take care of myself physically and mentally um so that was a, that was really a tough part I think also another thing that was very difficult for me was um I think during during those uh during this time period, uh, I felt like uh, my sense of purpose was kind of like questioned. Uh, I thought, um, I was thinking to myself like, you know, if what I'm doing is right, uh, am I going on the right path? Uh, those were some questions that were starting to linger within with my mind. And hopefully uh, I'm not the only one uh, on this boat right here because I, I don't know, I've, I always like to have these deep thoughts like uh, and kind of like challenge myself and reflect if I'm going towards that right path. And I feel like I've really been challenged uh, lately uh, with, with this concept. But some a couple things that I've been utilizing to kind of like help me out is that whenever I think of happiness, I always think about counting my blessings and Oprah Winfrey uh, said it really well is that if you always count on what you have, so you know, like, you know, you have your family, you'll be able to wake up and stuff like that. Um, and, uh, you know, you have your loved ones, you're always going to have more, but if you're more concerned about, uh, not, uh, like the things that you need, like, like to say, I need more of this, I need more of that. You're always going to end up having less. So I'm very lucky that I, you know, I have my, uh, friends right here, Alex and Cassandra. I'm very thankful for them. I'm very thankful for my family. I'm thankful that I'm able to wake up another day, uh, things of that sort. I think that's what helps me keep me grounded. I think, uh, when I think of happiness, I always, uh, come down to my, uh, blessings in, in my life and another way to kind of like uh, be able to cope uh, with with these struggles right here is being able to kind of like journal and have a conversation with myself just promoting that metacognition and being able to uh, express myself on how I feel um, and be able to kind of like analyze certain things like to say if I'm feeling like a little maybe annoyed or like I've been noticing that this has been happening uh, uh, for quite a bit of time I think that's uh those are definitely some things that I do to kind of like help me out. And then another thing that really helps me out is that sometimes I don't know why it's, I'm just a little silly goop all the time. So I will literally end up like just out of nowhere, a spark, a spark just ends up plugging in. I run to my mom and I pretty much am like a catheter. I, 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 for those of you who don't know, uh, I'm a big, uh, 
you know, I, I really love family and stuff like that, but I'm a really big mama's boy. I'm, I, I will not uh, deny that in any shape or form. So whenever I go up to her, I will just literally like perch her kind of like a cat concept. It's, I think those are definitely some of my, my top ones right there. And just being able to call up someone, uh, being able to have those conversations and be able to check in with someone has really, really helped me out. So I think those are some, so been some of my struggles and how I kind of like go ahead and cope with it. Okay, thank guess, you, John. Yeah, John, thank you so much. I could agree with you with a, with a bunch of stuff. Definitely has affected my life socially, you know. I guess everybody, you know, in general, not being able to go to some of the things that we've loved doing, like going to the movies, eating, dining in. Playing pool. Playing pool, oh, our favorite. Yeah. Going to concerts, going to museums, just being outside in general, out with the crowd. It has been a detriment to a lot of people for ever since the you know COVID things have happened. But um, in terms of how this has affected me, it has put in a lot of stress in my life, uh, both physically, mentally, and emotionally. I am what a lot of what a lot of people would say as an essential worker. I don't feel like an essential worker. I just I'm just working, but it's it's a term that's very debatable in society right now. All I do is deliver packages to a lot of people. I guess it helps, but it just—it's—it's been really—it's a benefit to other people because you deliver the things they need when they don't want to be out and about around other people. But it just makes you have to work harder. Exactly. Yeah. And, a lot, and something that I've also been noticing throughout these whole times, it has also brought out the ugly side on a lot of people. That's for another topic, though. That's for another day. But I definitely think that uh, I, w- I do agree with you in that, like, you know, when we're a little stressed out, we tend to get a little bit more, like, frazzled easily. We tend to get a little bit more annoyed. We get, we get anxious. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's uh, something that I can also relate to as well. Like, I, I've noticed uh, that within myself, and it's just something that we just need to kind of, like, check in within ourselves, just see, like, okay, I've been noticing this really. I just need to go and take a step back. Agree. Another thing that I was, I've also noticed about throughout this whole quarantine is that a lot of people... A lot of people are gross. They love touching them. They love touching things without, like, wiping it down or just, or just being disgusting. A lot of people that I've noticed don't really wash their hands, and that's been a big factor throughout this whole pandemic. So you're pretty much telling us that you're like Mr. Clean. I got common sense, yeah. <laughs> I guess what's happening is that you never really paid a attention to these it's, things yeah. until they you until know, kept pushing it yeah. to, into you every day. Wash your hands every single every day. Single That's day. So then you start hand sanitizer, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is important. It's fine. And it's great. You know, she just she's keep she's being mindful, being safe. Of course, absolutely. She's being smart, which a lot of people we hope finally, you know, get it in their mind to please just be safe. Be mindful. 
I think, uh, I mean, just bouncing off with that, that uh, concept that you said, Alex, uh, I think it's really important to not only just be able to take care of ourselves, but also be mindful uh, with other people. So like, you know, I wear the mask out of respect, you know, uh, for others, I want to make sure that, you know, we're all, we're pretty much, hopefully, um, we go ahead and get everyone on the same page to pretty much like ultimately uh get through this together um and we have to be on the same team to kind of like you know go with go with the protocol with like wearing your mask uh you know practice uh personal hygiene on a regular basis and just making sure that uh, you know if someone needs help uh you go ahead and assist them of course i can agree with you more so now that was my story and now here's cassandra with her story and how she's been handling throughout this whole pandemic Okay, so this started happening around early March. I mean, the rest of the world started happening much sooner. At least we didn't become, I guess, uh, we didn't jump into action until around March. And uh, for me, it was exactly the middle of March. I think March 16 was the last day I worked. And at the beginning, I was not too worried because I had savings. I didn't actually believe it was going to be long term. I do have to admit that. But then, you know, things got real, really fast. And um, I actually haven't worked since. And for at least the first two months, I didn't even want to leave my house. Except for my parents. I have little kids all around me. I didn't want to do anything that can possibly put them in danger. Um, But now I think I'm starting to be a little more at ease. Maybe trying to look for a job. We'll see about that because things are a little shaky still and then in regards to the kids and my family another struggle for me was definitely whether or not they would have to go back to school and I know a lot of people wanted their kids to go back to school I guess part of me understands I guess but it was just not the best idea and I'm glad many people our district especially didn't have to go back to school especially for the little kids you know, they can't have a mask on them the entire time because then they feel like they can't breathe or they touch it, they move it. And you touch your mask, you touch your face. You're a little kid. You don't understand these things. So I was very happy to find out they're going to do um, virtual learning. Yeah, social distance learning. Definitely a big relief off my shoulders, my sisters, my sister-in-laws. Uh, let's see. Another struggle probably was at the beginning, I didn't really miss many things uh i have alex and john and we would facetime every few days yep we would we text almost every day uh so that definitely helped but about two months in is when i started kind of feeling that i needed to go out a little bit maybe hike so i've been doing that we've been doing that hiking definitely helps me relieve some of that stress but it, it is a little challenging having to hike with a mask on. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Very hard to breathe, but, I mean, you got to do it. Right. Uh, at this point, to be honest, I don't really miss much aside from the arcade, <laughs> I would have to say. And the road trips. That's about it. I think what I realized, um, I don't know, like, when, when I went out for, like, a little bit drive for, like, a hike with, with you all, like, I felt like a little kid again just looking at the, the city, and I was like wow this is how it looks like like <laughs> I, 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 I don't know like I was I was just like super excited like I don't know if y'all like noticed but like I, I would like literally look at the window and be like whoa like this is how it looks like I think uh, you know just going on on over with the uh, 
the aspect of you know education and stuff like that it was man i really would love to have it in person like it would be amazing but uh i think for the sake of uh health uh for not only just for the students for but for the staff i think it was a uh, a decision that we need to go ahead and just to, for the best interest of of everyone and um you know, I'm trying to, you know, as a teacher, I'm trying to make sure, like, I have it to be engaging, stuff like that, whether it be, like, you know, we have, like, a dad joke session to kind of, like, break the ice. I think right now, more than ever, it's just catering to that social-emotional health, uh, not just only for our students, but, like, everyone everyone else. I think that's what we need to be a little bit more in touch with. So, actually, um, I'm not trying to call you out on this, right? But <laughs> early on, just to prove that you know your opinion can change based on how everything's going exactly early on uh right when this uh topic of going back to school or not was like in the talks right john actually wanted kids to go back to school he wanted to go himself to school and he had a really big <laughs> reason why i i went to go to mention uh within within the like i thought like the uh Social most I mean, I mean, you can see both sides. I mean, for at the beginning, I was thinking to myself, like the kids uh, definitely need that social interaction to have, you know, that, uh, you know, if, during their adolescence or growing up. And if you don't have those social interactions, uh, it's really could uh, hinder their ability to um, um, to, I guess you can say, uh, be able to grow grow up in a steady a steady state uh but uh with this in mind like it's it's really troubling like i'm just really worried for the kids um but you know as much as i wanted it as as much as i really wanted to go ahead and get things like that i had to go ahead and you know think of the bigger picture because sometimes i um i tend to jump the gun i guess you can go and say um but yeah. I, uh, I think it's uh, really important just to go ahead and think about, like, how is this going to affect uh, everyone? How is this going to be ultimately, like, you know, what are the consequences of your actions? So once I went to go ahead and take a little reality check and just be like, hey, like, this is for the best interest of everyone. Um, you know, you can go ahead and teach another day uh, to essentially, um, you know, once we have in phys physical and stuff like that, um, you know, I, it'll be a glorious moment. It will be a big showcase and stuff like that but right now with what i'm provided um you know regardless of the circumstances and the obstacles i'm just gonna go and give my best shot every day whether it be you know like dad jokes or like a cahoot or something like that just to go ahead you know you we want to take care of business but also provide for that uh you know that engagement have make it a little, little uh, fun for them um just have something new for them just so they can they're super excited uh, to get after it yeah i'm glad you came around and with finally you know realizing what the problem was and yeah because and i totally understand it from your perspective at the point yeah you know there's kids that need the interaction it helps them with their social skills and interactions and being able to but make friends and stuff like that in the bigger picture you're keeping more kids safe by keeping them away than bringing them together 
I feel like you're you y'all are giving me like a therapy session already. <laughs> well, it's not a therapy session. No, no. Yeah, it wasn't like <laughs> it was like an intervention. You know how like you see in yeah. Friends and or like uh, How I Met Your Mother. There's like an intervention sign. I felt I felt like that happened right now. So uh, about like uh, thinking about the mind, mind I want to go and pick your brain a little bit, uh, Alex. So you mentioned the idea about like what it is to be an essential worker. Like you don't consider yourself to be an essential worker, and uh, you know uh, you mentioned also that like how this uh, word was a little bit fluid. Um, so what's your definition of like what is considered to be an essential worker? What does that look like? In my, okay, in my opinion, an essential worker, and I, I'll be wrong. Like, I'll admit I was wrong. You guys were right. My, my type of work is essential for a lot of people because a lot of people can't go out and get stuff because either they were effective, they were sick. They're high they're risk. High risk. Stuff like that. So you guys were right. I am an essential worker, but at the same time, I don't feel it. It's just a job for me. But to answer your question, to me, an essential worker is someone who is of high value of the community, someone who is who helps out the community, who's able to be a provider or someone of an importance. So in this term... You are an essential worker. Yeah, you pretty much like contradicted yourself right now. For the people that need, you know, the the things that they need. You're right. You guys are absolutely right. I will admit part to that that I was wrong about that. But I guess what I what I was trying to mean, what I was trying to say, is that I don't feel like the hero that a lot of people put essential workers. And I get that. I think that's because. Um, like I said, you're providing the service to others mm-hmm. and you're providing the help to others, but it kind of wears you out to have to work so much. So I understand that, of course, you're not going to feel like a hero if you feel tired every single day. Yeah. But you have to know that you are like a hero to these people because you're uh, doing something that they can't do. They can't go out and risk their lives, their health, to be around all these people. And you're helping them to not have to do that. Okay, so uh, I think uh, that was a really good uh, thing that you mentioned about like, this concept of hero. And, you know, I always get really excited when, you know, this idea of hero. What do you, so what do you think it means to be a hero? Because I, I know, like, we're going away from, like, the guiding question. But, you know, these follow-up questions are, are definitely uh, pretty important, too. So, like, you know, what is the idea of being a hero? And how is this... How do you see someone being a hero? Like, what, what were some things that you went to go and see that, oh, that was, a, that was a hero during this time period that we're going through right now? Heroes during this time period? Yes. Oh, there's so many. So many. So uh, go because, and give me a few. Uh, everyone provides a different service. Everyone provides a different um, job, you know? So, for example, we'll start with Alex. Delivery drivers, definitely essential. Uh, a very important one, and some uh, one that really grinds my gears when people aren't respectful as they should be Ooh, uh grocery work. store workers yes like okay you get to stay home or work from home whatever but these people don't have a choice these people have to be there they have to interact and then you go and let's say there's something that you can't find or you're having a bad day so you take it out on them it's not their fault they i'm sure they don't want to be there but they have to be there so <clears throat> that, that's a big one for me they're heroes um what else we got? Doctors. Doctors and nurses. Doctors and nurses have been probably the biggest heroes, putting their own lives at risk 
to help save other lives. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been, like, a very interesting thing, like, you know, what the whole idea of, like, uh, you know, science and, uh, you know, how this that science went to go ahead and change and things like that. It's it's very interesting to kind of, like, uh, see, like, the public's reaction. Like, uh, it, it happened, like, I don't know, like, a few months ago, like, how the... Uh, you know the results for kind of like the coronavirus when to go and change and stuff like that so you know i think one of since i'm a big science nerd i think uh science is always subject to change and before we go ahead and jump into conclusions i think it's very important you know i feel like i'm a little being contradictory what i said earlier is that we have to go ahead and find our resources and find that information reliable sources uh to make more of an inference or to make more of a conclusion because it is easy uh to react but it's very it's uh what we need to go ahead and do sometimes is just take a deep breath understand what we're what we're uh you know digesting in terms of like the information and stuff like that it is not su- sufficient enough to be instagram um you know knowledgeable because you know they provide information don't get me wrong some of the information is great but you have to go and extend that and be able to kind of like build your on your own hori- own horizons to be able to uh understand the topic uh at hand a little bit more have a better, better grasp to uh uh, not only educate yourself but others. I was wondering about uh, very important heroes at this time are definitely the definitely. Scientists. I was kind of leaning more to, towards uh, volunteers. Uh, there's so many people volunteering in so many different ways right now, or you know throughout this entire time, that have been so helpful to other people, and that includes uh, volunteering at food banks because that has been very important to people who have lost their jobs. Um, delivering grocery store uh groceries uh, alex and i actually did that for a little bit so uh i think those are very important people right now too you know it's not something they have to do it's not something they're getting paid to do but they're doing it to help others it's it's crazy to see like how there's there's definitely some bad that's going on but there i think there's uh, opportunities for good to happen you know one example with like my mom uh being able to be uh, kind enough to go ahead and get get that food and be able to provide for those in need uh those volunteers uh you know uh being able to go ahead and be able to have those successful drives and to be able to support in whatever capacity uh it's just it's just amazing like how like even though there's bad that's been going on unfortunately you know we've we've been having some adversities in a way there's definitely some highlights uh for good uh, i think uh it's a little easy to go ahead and uh look at the bad um but sometimes uh the good isn't uh you know recognized sometimes like what, what, what do you think about this alex i feel like you know she cassandra brought up so many great points this and you did as well this is definitely the this is definitely the time for all of us to be able to help out one another to actually appreciate the jobs that a lot of people have have taken for granted and have like brought down because without those without the essential workers that Cassandra had brought up we it'd be a lot more it'd be a lot more harder for a lot of people mm-hmm and it's and it's, this time has shown that we need to appreciate them a lot more because once this is done are they going to go back to being just a grocery worker are they going to be going back to just a doctor that term essential worker or, or hero needs to stay I agree 
I completely agree. So in terms, uh, I think I think uh, I'll go ahead and open up this question to you two right here. So you, do you think this I you know the you know their job title or where, where they go ahead and you know work um, is that identity is that gonna go ahead and completely change once this is this is all over or you think things are gonna go ahead and stay the same? Uh, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. I hope it doesn't change. I hope it doesn't change, but. I I just yeah I just think it is gonna go back because it's just the way people are. are. It's just the way people see things. So what do you think we can go ahead and do to, uh, I guess you can say, change that? Because I think that uh, you know, regardless of the job, it is I think it's a very important role. Um, Sometimes it's it's difficult uh, to see. you know people bag on custodial staff or janitors and things like that and those are some of the very hard-working people that we need within our, our lives like if things weren't clean like we would be in a hot mess right the now, thing right? is that every job is essential yeah no matter what it is yeah and that's the thing a lot of people don't understand yeah i completely agree and i've seen a lot of examples and we all know about these examples with so with these videos that be coming out now, the way that people treat servers, waiters, like Uber drivers, taxi drivers, bus drivers, the way that they treat custodians, them as custodians, like you mentioned, as well, it's it's disgusting. It's horrible. Yeah. So I don't think it's something that we can immediately change, uh, you In know, nationwide or worldwide, but individually, you know, just stop being an asshole to these people. It starts here. It starts now. Just pulling it back to you know. COVID-19 struggles in general. Uh, It's been a tough time, you know, for everyone. Not everybody's struggle is going to be the same. You know, some have been able to cope better than other people. Right. Yours might be a financial struggle, while your friends might be more of an emotional struggle. Yeah. But it's, it's still, we all still just need to be helpful with one another. And this, please be mindful of one another. Exactly. Please wear, wear your mask. Wear your mask. It, it, that's the only way we're going to be able to save ourselves and be able to stop this. The term, like, slow the curve is extremely important. It starts with wearing your mask. It starts with washing your hands, wiping down everything you touch, and just being completely mindful for one another. So I'm sure you guys have heard these uh, statistics before, but just, you know, bring them up fresh in your mind. Um, If no one wears a mask, you have a 90% risk of transmission of the virus right there. If, you know, if there's two people and neither of you wear a mask. If someone who has the virus doesn't wear a mask and the other person does wear a mask, that does lower it to a 30% uh, chance of transmission which is lower yeah but it's definitely still too risky yeah let's say that you you're sick or one individual sick and you're wearing a mask and so is the other person you know that's a uh, five percent uh chance of transmission right there Mm -hmm. so just you know just wear your mask don't be around so many people exactly and if you don't like it for yourself don't do it for yourself just do it for the person in front of you the person next to you for your families Please, because, and I'm going to give you guys a, a, a stat right now. Since March 4th, there has been six cases on my, March 4th. Today, 9-11, we've had 36,080 new confirmed cases. 
today alone. In the U.S. In the U.S. That says a lot. I mean, yes, it's going down, but it's still there. Mm-hmm. So just don't think that because the cases are going down or the deaths are lowering that you're fine to go out because exactly. it's not. And it won't be until we actually see the number go down. I think zero. I think uh, what another struggle that I've seen within like the, the country itself is that uh, um, in terms of the science, they just threw that out of the portion and just were like looking for their... Um, you know their own gain or their own own uh, you know their own agenda which is not uh, the case that I feel like we need to go ahead and sometimes go a little slow in order to get fast if that makes sense like you need to go ahead and take things like baby steps a step at a time um, and you know slow and steady wins the race right like I, I think it's very it's very important to um, educate ourselves and be mindful and not just think like science is just like this obscure thing because science is something uh we need to go ahead and be mindful of and not, not I, I i'm not just I, I i since i'm a science nerd i i love this stuff but i'm there's definitely other things that are really important as well like i'm not just saying science is very important but at this moment right now like i think science is very impor- important to uh Science is real, folks. Which is why so many other countries, you know, beat this thing early on. Because they listened to their uh, scientists, to their uh, medical personnel. They listened to the people that actually knew what they were talking about. few examples. New Zealand, the biggest example. They've had the best, like, statistics in terms of COVID cases. They've had none. A few, like I think it was a month or two ago, they've had they had ten new ones, but they immediately went into action. And then within yes, so actually, uh, weeks, they, they completely uh, came back from lockdown, <clears throat> no cases, and right, they had one family who tested positive. Yep. And you know what they did? They shut down the whole thing again, just for that one family, which seems extreme, but it obviously worked. Exactly. They didn't want to take any chances. And they only did it for two weeks, guys. The recommended, like the 14 days, the recommended amount, if you're sick, to stay in and don't go out. And they were clean within those two weeks. They're the best example out of this out of this whole pandemic that we need to follow. Yeah, I think uh, it's definitely important to promote scientific literacy and show, like, you know, this is going to be applicable now, um, not just now, more, more than ever, but, like, in the future, later on, once you're making those educated decisions, not only for yourselves, but also thinking, like, global scale, like, right now, like, you don't know how these, how the, uh, quickly these things can go ahead and develop, and, uh, you know, the, it's, it's just something that we just need to... I think education is is a very uh, powerful tool. Once once we're more informed, we can make more educated decisions and be able to uh, not only benefit uh, ourselves but also benefit uh, you know our country uh, as as a whole. So, another statistic, and I wish I would remember the source, but at this moment it just doesn't come to mind. I wish I would have looked it up before this, but about a month ago, maybe two months ago, at the rate things were going then. I read uh, an article that was discussing how they predicted that by April 2021, one in every four Americans would be dead from the virus. That was from the Washington Post. Was it the Washington Post? I just can't remember right now. But uh, those are high numbers. Mm -hmm. Think if you have a family uh, of just four people, not even big family, just four people. That means one is dead. Like these are 
extreme numbers. And for a lot of people who would probably argue, it's like, yeah, but the, like the number of deaths are just like 6% of like every thousand or 10,000 cases. So it's not that bad. 6% still a lot, folks. 6%, let's say of like 100, it's, that's six people, six people. But it's still six people that we could have saved by just being smart and just being mindful. It can grow, and it's still growing. Just, again, just because the numbers are going down doesn't mean it's it's already gone forever. We're still struggling. Yeah, and then I think uh, the other thing, too, is just, like, being able to come up with the vaccine. Uh, I think it's very ambitious that we're coming up with the vaccine. Like, you know, we'd be having one done by, like, the end of the year or like uh next year uh latest it's it's very it's 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 a little it's very it's very tough like to come up with uh something uh, very quick and it's it's amazing how like technology and science has evolved uh right now i'm just hoping that we get uh positive results uh through yes but definitely not rushing it because a lot of yes. people are rushing into getting these vaccines but you have to have trials you have to test it to make sure it's going to be safe and effective and i'm glad you brought up the the vaccine and the the trials just last week a a lab in i think it was in russia or in, or in london had to stop immediately because a bunch of their test subjects were already getting sick worse than what the vaccine was supposed to cure so although we're, we're working on the vaccine quickly these these tests are just as important as well because if we if we go with a vaccine that's too rushed it hasn't been tested well properly it can do a lot more damage than the virus itself yes and another thing we can't also just depend on the vaccine alone we still have to be mindful we still have to be smart of course again wear your mask yes wash your hands don't be around so many people you don't have to get out of a restaurant, guys. You can literally stay home. It's not that hard. Oh, I've seen so many people, like so many rest- outdoor restaurants packed with people. And I'm like, you guys are doing the opposite. Yeah, like if you're going to eat at a parking lot, just stay home. <laughs> like, why are you going to eat at a parking lot? Take out. How does that make sense? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think uh, in, in terms of like another science thing, like uh, for vitamin D, E, and zinc, they have been known to kind of like combat uh, respiratory like uh, conditions and illnesses. So that's something to consider, uh, you know, when you're going out, you know, when you're getting out some a little bit of you know for a walk and stuff like that it's nice to get a little bit of the sun um to go ahead and get that uh that vitamin d and be able to kind of like uh able to combat make sure that you know getting your your micronutrients your vitamins and things like that because it's now more than ever health as wealth. because if you don't have health you know you really it's you really don't have anything else well yeah if you don't have health you you're dead (laughs) yeah with that being said thank you very much ladies and gentlemen for tuning in and hearing our thoughts about you know the pandemic yeah thank you for listening to the struggles our thoughts on the whole situation i know we got a little bit um sidetracked in there but it all tied up in the it, end it so that's what matters uh, next time folks we're gonna go ahead and talk about the idea of video games we're gonna go and talk about the so the history and benefits of video games yes so we'll be talking about uh that in our next segment so um you played video games once in your life so yeah so we'll actually the the plan is to alternate back and forth between serious topics and more fun topics 
So we'll definitely go back and forth between those. And then maybe some recommendations for you guys. If you guys are like looking for something that you want to yeah. hear us discuss, exactly. fight over something. Exactly. <laughs> Settle it and smash, y'all. Alrighty. So I'm gonna go ahead and li- li- leave you all to it. Thank you. Thank you again, folks, for joining in the Jack. Uh, Let me ask you podcast, and we hope to hear hear from you soon. Remember to wear your mask. Please. Goodbye, guys. Thank Bye. You.